A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi, Desi. We have a lot of juicy stories tonight. <laughs> I'm so excited for our top story. Oh, well, hold your horses. Mm. Let's get to a little... We lost two people in the music industry this past weekend. Oh, yeah. So let's just give a shout out to them. Uh, Jimmy Buffett, he died at age 76. And obviously, he's very famous for his... um, What would you call it? Leisurely lifestyle jams? (laughs) He does. he He makes leisure rock. Leisure rock. He wrote Margaritaville. It's probably his most famous song. He wrote, what's it called? Cheeseburger in Paradise. I I think Cheeseburger in Paradise has to be one of the best names for a song because it is absurd. It isn't, that is an absurd song title. I mean, obviously there was a lot of tributes. And f- I mean, he's, I don't have anything against him. He's not like someone I listen to regularly. But you hear his song, you're like, oh, that's that song. <laughs> And he seems nice enough. Like, I don't know anything about him, really. But I was laughing because someone was paying a tribute to him. And they said, he coined the the phrase, it's five o'clock somewhere, which I don't know if that's accurate, but I guess it's in one of his songs. And he also coined the phrase, cheeseburger in paradise. That's not a phrase. I was like, that's not something anyone says. (laughs) (laughs) No one's regularly dropping that (laughs) That as if it's like a saying, like, oh, I wish I could be having a cheeseburger in paradise right now, if you know what I mean. That's not a phrase. (laughs) I was like going to say something, but I was like, I'm not going to go shit on someone's tribute, but I've never heard anyone else say that. Um, No, I am not a... Parrot head, as Jimmy oh, Buff- right. as Jimmy Buffett stands are called, but I I respect his fans. I respect him as a musical icon, and it is very sad that he, he is a leisure icon. He's a leisure icon, and the other more even more surprising loss was Steve Harwell, yeah. the lead singer of Smash Mouth. Really sad. That was really sad because I I remember seeing like a news story like a few days before saying that he was in hospice. And I was like, that can't be true. I was like, fuck you, TMC. <laughs> like, it seemed like one of those sort of invasive, lying, like sort of inaccurate stories. Right. But sadly, it was true. Yeah. And I guess he had had a lot of health issues over the past 10 years. And yeah, he was only 56 years old. So sad. So I just wanted to give a shout out to those guys. Now to our top story. <sighs> First of all, once again, mm. people sent us this diarrhea story. <laughs> so we're so glad when you see diarrhea, you think of us. Because we love diarrhea, in theory. Okay, <laughs> as a, let's, as let's, a topic. let's clarify. We don't love diarrhea. We think we are both, uh, we both have the humor of eight-year-olds. So we both still think that diarrhea as a concept is funny. And the word is funny. It's a funny word. And it's a great song. it's the basis for a great song we've talked about the diarrhea song on this podcast many times and obviously it can be very serious we know that (laughs) (laughs) you know no one wants diarrhea trust me uh so a delta flight was forced into an emergency landing by a passenger's diarrhea 
the quote I saw in most headlines, this is from the New York Post, is this is a biohazard. So I was like, wow, what? <laughs> that's a lot of diarrhea. I When I first saw this story, it wasn't posted by like a normal news site. So I immediately had to like Google this story and check to make sure it was real. And I was shocked to find out it was like on NBC News. Like yeah. you said, New York Post, which is like trashy, but they do. They do they, stories that are real. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, But it's a real story. This happened. So this was a Delta flight from Atlanta to Barcelona. They had to turn around and make an emergency landing after a passenger, quote, had diarrhea all the way through the plane. (laughs) So that's where I saw the hat. Because I was kind of like, well, what what happened in that bathroom? But no, this was a a huge mess. All through the plane. All through the plane. And this is a big plane. It's one of those Airbus A350. 350s. It was two hours into this transatlantic flight to Spain, and the pilot had to ask to come back because of the fecal fiasco. Wait, they called the pilot to examine the situation? Well, oh, he, you, you said they had to. The pilot asked to come back to the land. He had to go back to. They had to turn around. Yeah, they had to turn around. Uh, he said to the air traffic controllers, This is a biohazard issue. <laughs> Dude. I kept thinking, like, imagine the absolute humiliation. Like, even if you're very sick, obviously this person doesn't want this to happen. Right. But to have to have your diarrhea be called biohazard. <laughs> I'm sorry. And, and you're the reason, your diarrhea is the reason that people are missing their vacation in Spain. Yeah. Or, well, they're, or they're going back home or, or whatever. Or just any flight delay is irritating, right? Yeah. So the identity of the passenger remains a mystery. And it should. Let's not, Thank God let's for not them. embarrass this person further. Uh, it is not known if the passenger who had the digestive problem was aboard the plane when it touched down in Spain. I guess meaning, did they get it all out and <laughs> get back on the plane when they cleared up? I guess that's possible, but I probably wouldn't want to go back on. But they turned around. When did the flight take off again? I guess did they have to get on a new flight. Yeah, the passengers all got off the plane because I, I think they had to bring in cleaning crews. Oh, my God. They had to do like a deep clean. They got- so, uh, Here's what I want to know. It says the diarrhea was all throughout the plane. Does that mean that this person was walking up and down the aisles shitting their pants? In my opinion, they were running to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. And it just started coming out. Like maybe they're wearing like little shorts. Oh no. Or whatever. Because right? they're going to they're Spain. Atlanta. And they're going to Spain. It's yeah, the summertime. It's summer. They feel some queasiness coming on. They probably waited too long because they're like, that can't possibly you don't you may, you never think you're gonna have explosive diarrhea, right? Like I would like an interview with this passenger. They can use one of those voice modulators. <laughs> and the shadow and the shadow. <laughs> like they do. Yes. I just cause I have a lot of questions about this story. I would like to know where they ate at the Atlanta airport because I bet they ate something Mm. in the airport. Yeah. Think about it. Where did they go? Let's look at the Atlanta airport restaurants and we can decide. (laughs) There's going to be some weird like taco shack or it's not like a brand or some seafood place. Yes. Where it wasn't like um, fresh. I need to know what was wrong. Like, did they have a stomach flu? Was it food poisoning? Um, I, I I agree. I have a million more questions. Um, but I feel bad for that person. I totally That's feel bad. That's got to be the worst fucking feeling because everyone knew, mm. right? 
Mm. Everyone knew who that person was. And then you probably have the one ass or a few assholes on the plane who are like, I mean, it is really irritating. It would be irritating, but they probably got yelled at by passengers. I would have thrown up, probably. I would have added to the mix. Oh, you would have been. I'm very sensitive. If I had a strong smell, I would have been (laughs) sick. If you smell dire, you know how sometimes you have to clean up an animal's shit or whatever? Yes. And sometimes you're just like, like it starts making you gag if you sort of inhale. I bet people who are listening to this right now are gagging. Anyway, please write to us if you were on the flight. You don't have to tell us what he looked like. I don't know why I assume it's a guy. <laughs> it could have, we don't know. We don't know. Uh, yeah, if you were on this flight, we have questions. We'd like to know more about this situation and... Yeah, and we don't want to further embarrass the person. We're just very curious. I also would like to know, like you said, how was it happening? Was it just little plops everywhere? Oh, Desi. Did he just finally let go at some point and was like, fuck it, I can't hold it in? And it was a huge pile. Was it in his seat? Was he sleeping and he woke up? Oh, wait, imagine how long you had to sit there, too, until the plane, la- plane landed again. Oh. That smell. Uh, oh, Oh man, I feel bad for those passengers. Do you think what a story? Do you remember like in school when a kid would barf in your classroom and they'd sprinkle that powder? I barfed on a plane once. No, you didn't. I did, and they poured coffee grounds on it. (laughs) I think I remember the story. That's so humiliating. It was like right before we landed. The turbulence was so bad. I just got really sick, and I couldn't get up to go to the bathroom and there was no barf bags. Aww. And I thought I could, it was just a bad situation. The one time you need the barf bag, there's no barf right? bags. The one time it was so bad. Um, anyway, look, I'm going to continue down the trend. Mm. I have another shit story. Desi. Robbie Williams admits to pooping his pants on stage due to horrendous food poisoning. Robbie he, Williams? Yeah. Remember Robbie Williams? I love Robbie he Williams. He was so hot to He's me. Still when he dropped. Hot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He looks even hotter now. Yeah. Um, so he, well, I don't know if I'm going to still think he's hot after reading this. <laughs> He pooped his pants on stage in 2011, so this was a while ago, and he's coming clean about it more than a decade later. He didn't have to do this. I mean, I'm, that's what I'm questioning. Like, why are you doing this? Who Did he tell the BBC this? Um, Who's he, who he yeah, talking he to? An official BBC news story. Uh, he described the incident in an Instagram caption. So it wasn't even an interview. He just posted about it. He blamed horrendous food poisoning. He said, still not anywhere near well enough. I ventured to the stage. I was in the precarious position of not being able to trust a fart. <laughs> <laughs> We've all been there. Uh, <laughs> We've all been there. We've all been there. We have. I've never. I've shit, never but been I've there. been where I was like, I'm scared. <laughs> I'm a little nervous because I could. Once you hear more about sharding, <laughs> you kind of get scared. You're what? like, should I worry about that? Like, how does that happen? Is sharding a thing I need to be thinking about? Yeah, because people started talking about it. I was like, I never even heard of this. I'd like to know the etymology behind, like, the history of the word shart. When did it start becoming... I like how my mind perks up. (laughs) Oh, yes, let's research that. Shart. Um, Look at my Google history later. It's going to be disgusting. You have to always make sure no porn comes up, you know? (laughs) Sometimes you're searching something, you're like, no, not that. Right. I don't want to see that. Um, However... He's now 49 years old. He said he attempted to pass gas during the band's opening number that night. Which was Let the Let me open- entertain you. Oh. 
you think about it, if you think about it, that's a great time to fart is when you're doing a stadium show and you're on stage. No one's going to hear that. No one's going to hear it. It's not mic'd up. (laughs) (laughs) No one's going to smell it. No, you wait till the loud part comes just to be safe. Yeah. uh, And make sure you don't make a little face. But he gambled and lost. Yeah. So he said, he went on to say, as I'm sure you can imagine, it didn't remain just a fart. He said of the liberating moment, liberating, (laughs) but who said, who described it as liberating? Well, he added of the quote liberating moment. So I guess he described it as liberating. No. Is the, did the paper describe it as liberating? No, liberating is in quotes. Ew. So he must've used that, right? He went on to say, but ever the pro, I retained my composure and committed to the performance 100%. That's good. I have a question. Mm. Wasn't there another pop star that recently admitted to this on a podcast? I think it was a Jonas brother. Was yes, it a Jonas it brother? It was Joe Jonas. Okay, Joe Jonas. Because this was almost one of my mini stories. Yeah. But I forgot about it. He admitted. Why are people admitting to this? I feel like everyone, we've just crossed a line at some point where everyone just admits to these. It used to be a rarity where someone would admit this like in a storytelling show and everyone would like lose it because it was so crazy that someone, it would be hilarious. Yeah. But now everyone just admits to shitting their pants. It's like not special (laughs) (laughs) It's not. (laughs) People have no shame anymore. So it's not as interesting when people reveal these things as it used to be, I think. I don't know. I mean, look, I appreciate it for the purpose of content for this podcast. We definitely appreciate it. Um, you couldn't torture that info out of me personally. I mean, I could see if you were answering longstanding rumors. Do you right. know what I mean? Like if there was Reddit boards about how he shit his pants and he didn't, <laughs> he didn't admit it. And like, I can see in that circumstance being like, yeah, I shit my pants. It does make sense for Robbie Williams to admit to this because he is a funny guy. He doesn't take himself too seriously. Right. This is kind of on brand for him. Oh, it has in this story that Joe Jonas in July um, said that he needed therapy (laughs) after he had to make a mid-wardrobe shit change. Wait. He said he let out a little toot and a little extra came out. (laughs) He said... It wasn't as big of a deal as I thought. Such is life. Such is life. (laughs) I mean, that's true. You can't make a big deal about it, but I wouldn't necessarily be telling everyone. Mm. Um, But yeah, I think I agree. Robbie Williams is pretty funny, Um, but he didn't go on to give any more details I mean, he gave a lot of details. That's a lot of details. He ended his post saying, because of the picture I've just painted, I'm sure you have questions, but let's just let sleeping... Logs lie for now. No, he did. No, he did. And then I, I am curious: was it wet or a log, Desi? I guess it was a log. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah. Wow. I know. I do remember that Joe Jonas story because I think I saw it. And I was like, oh, we're definitely talking about that, but we didn't. So now we did. So we did have um, a truck spill of sorts. We also got tagged in this one. I mean, well, we've brought that on ourselves. And I appreciate I have to say, it. I appreciate it. We are it. the Truck Spill podcast. I know. How do, that is our brand. It's our, it's, we've, <laughs> look, just when we thought we abandoned being the diarrhea podcast, finally. <laughs> yeah. We, okay. 
We're still that podcast, but now we're also the Trucksville yes. podcast. And honestly, they keep kind of one-upping each other because this one is crazy. Five million bees escaped after crates of hives fall off a truck in Canada. This is one we haven't seen before. Bees. Bees. So this is from The Guardian. Um, police near Toronto have warned drivers to keep their car windows closed after a truck spilled with crates carrying five million bees on a road. That's a lot of bees. Are the bees okay? I don't know. Did they just fly off? Were they in the crate still? Yeah. What happened to the bees? There was that honeycomb, right? Yeah. In those crates. It was quite a scene. Crates were literally on the road and swarms of bees were flying around. So the crates probably broke open. Oh my God. They had to get a beekeeper on the scene. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) They're like, who do we call? A beekeeper. You know, she was like, I'll be right there. She's like a local, like a hobbyist or something. Yeah. So she got on the scene pretty um, quickly and she got stung. (gasps) That's a a, um, side effect of the job effect of the job. Possibly, right? yeah. Bees, I think those beekeepers get stung a lot. They're just like used to it. Yeah. So obviously drivers had to be, um, you know, not go through the bees. About an hour after it happened, police put out a notice on social media to get the beekeepers to come. So they got more. They had seven beekeepers who came on the scene eventually. Wow. I don't know. What do the beekeepers do? Just collect them? They, they know, did. They collected them. They know how to talk to the bees. They got the crates and they had new crates and they did leave behind some uncollected bees to re- <laughs> return to nature. They weren't like counting, okay, four million and one. <laughs> they didn't right. get all five million. Um, yeah. So thank you for sending us that story. When was the last time you were stung by a bee? Oh my God. I didn't get stung by a bee in my whole life. Until a few years ago. You're the first time. Joking. Nope. I never was stung by a bee. I feel like I got stung by bees as a kid all the time. Really? I had never been stung by a bee. So I really was like, I don't even know if I'm allergic. And I got stung by a bee because I have a lot of lavender bushes and they have tons of bees. Yeah. And I finally I always just walk right by it. I'm not a I'm not scared of bees. I'm kind of like, they'll just move. Yeah. I'm not like someone who's like, oh, be like, I just never have been. Uh, And then I got stung and it was very mild. It hurt. I was like, oh, I got stung by a bee. Like I knew immediately what it was, but it wasn't particularly um, bad probably. So I don't have an allergy. Yeah. Um, But it did hurt. It does hurt. hurt. It does hurt. I got stung on my lip. Oh. When I was a kid, it was on a, I was eating corn on the cob. (laughs) (laughs) Of course, it was a food-related incident, and I bit into the bee. Oh, my God. And it stung me on my lip, and my lips swelled up. I feel like that's how kids often get bit, like are stung, like picking something up or touching, like, you know what I mean, or stepping on one. My brother got stung by, like, 50 bees one time. Oh, my God. At a, at a playground. <gasps> yeah, it was scary. That's really scary. It was a lot of bees. Did he have 50 stings? I just remember, like, him covered in bee stings. Damn. He's obviously he's okay. Right. Um, that's so scary. Yeah. Um, so here's another page six story. Fraudster Billy McFarlane is going to launch Fire 2 in the Hamptons. You guys remember Billy McFarlane? He created Fire Festival yeah. a few years ago. Remember the little sad sandwich? 
in the um, styrofoam <laughs> container. We all remember that cheese and lettuce, the wilted lettuce sandwich with no condiments on it. This is like a type of person I don't relate to. Like someone who commits a huge fraud and then spends time in jail for it and gets like a lot of fines and whatever. And then it's like, I'm back, baby. I'm doing it again. <laughs> this time I'm going to do it right. It's like move on to another um, thing. I, I think. have too much shame. Yeah. So he's talking about um, doing a fire festival too. Uh, that obviously was a huge disaster. He um, was heard over talking to people at the Hamptons. So he's back in the Hamptons even. He's living the life of the rich guy. Um, people said he was really nice and he did seem humbled by his experience in prison. Not that much. I don't think so. I mean, is he going to do it? He got six years for that. That is crazy. Is he going to do it legit this time? I mean, I think that's his goal. Uh, obviously, he he sold tons of fraudulent uh, tickets last time. Who was supposed to play, play there? Like it, Nelly or something? No, it was, like, it was Ja Rule. Oh, Ja Rule. That's right. It and was he, Ja Rule, and I don't even think Ja Rule made it there. Did he make it there? I don't remember. This I was, remember he made statements yes, after. And they were funny as hell. They were really funny. Um, yeah, so he's he's back in the news. Honestly, I, I don't know what to say to people who would buy the tickets again. Because now at this point... I can imagine him selling a lot of tickets because it's like a it's like a novelty yes. almost. It's like a joke. I'd be curious. Another festival had a dramatic, uh, I guess, week or weekend. Burning Man happened last week. I guess today they were finally uh, leaving. They had huge rainstorms there, and people were like trapped. They couldn't drive their cars out of it. But they were finally able to um, depart today. There was a mass exodus from the site after these intense rainstorms um, flooded the campsites and filled them with ankle-deep mud. More than 70,000 people were stranded there waiting for the mud to dry, I guess, so they could drive. You can't drive in mud. Not and that mud I read was like similar to quicksand. Like sometimes you would just sink and get. Oh my god. Stuck. Um, there, I mean, there was actually a ban. You weren't allowed to leave, like it because wasn't, it was dangerous. It wasn't safe. Yeah, it wasn't safe. So people were stuck there. I guess what two days past when the festival yes. was supposed to end. But today, Tuesday morning, the conditions had improved, and they were able to leave. That must have been hell, though. The traffic jam leaving. I wonder if the traffic jam's always shitty leaving. It probably is. When I think, one thing I always think about Burning Man is just like how annoying of a process it is to like get there and check in and like just get fucking established there. Yes. But I heard and I've seen like from certain people who were there that it was not as bad as the media painted it to be. That's the traffic jam. Um, Well, the traffic jam, I'm sure it's bad. But I'm saying Uh, the the conditions. The conditions. Well, it's only two days, right? So it's not like they were without food and water for a week or something. Yeah, people, because people were at least, like you can't, I mean, you can't even tell like what people are saying on Twitter if it's like a joke or not sometimes. Right, right, right. Because there were people saying, oh, everyone has Ebola or everyone has, everyone has trench foot. None of that was true. No one was rationing food or water. Everyone no. was completely fine. It was just they couldn't leave for two days. 
look, the type of people who go to Burning Man are going to roll with it. No yeah. What. <laughs> yeah. If I was there, I'd I'd be out of it after five minutes under the best of circumstances. Yeah. Like, I, I don't want to go to that. I agree. I'm not going to the desert in the summer. Burning, Outdo- outdoors. <laughs> Burning Man, even though, look, uh, I'm sure at one point back in the 90s, obviously it was a completely different kind of vibe there. We know people who have gone in the more recent past and have had great experiences there and love it. And then, of course, there are like all the annoying tech bros who go there. Yeah, that's how I, people saw myself. Someone saying like, wow, we really found out all the weirdos who go to Burning Man, like the famous people. Somebody posted the funniest tweet. It was a mass, like a group mass text message from their therapist. Oh my God. And I saw he that. was he was like, This is how I found out my therapist is a burner. <laughs> yeah. I thought that was so funny. That was really funny. Yeah. Uh, so our last story is back to one of our favorites, Burger King. Mm. We love talking about Burger King. Burger King is being sued. Why? Because the Whopper, apparently, according to the litigant, is not really as big as they say they are. I love these kind of lawsuits. This is like a special kind of person. Where it's like a little piggy, (laughs) where they're like, this wasn't enough food. I know. It's like, just let it go. Please. (laughs) Please let it go. So this is a class action of four people. They fired, I'm sorry, filed this suit in Miami, alleging that Burger King exaggerated the size of its burgers and its advertisements. We all know the advertised fast food is not what it looks like when you get it. Come on. If you're an adult living in 2023 and you are still being hoodwinked by (laughs) fast food advertising, you are shocked when you open that burger that's like flat and squished. A lot more deflated than (laughs) it looks in the commercial. Yeah. I don't know what to tell you, buddy. Yeah. So they say it's 35%. Smaller, according to them, based on the picture, the size of the Whopper um, increased materially in Burger King's advertisements, um, while the burger itself did not increase. Uh, it stayed the same. So Burger King says, our Whopper has never changed. Mm. It's always been whatever it, it was. Now, since the filing, the two sides have tried and failed to reach an agreement what are they holding out for? <laughs> what is the agree? What is Burger King offering? Burger King attempted to have the lawsuit dismissed, obviously, but the judge rejected that request. So he's going to hear this case out. Wow. Um, he he's probably been burned by a small burger too. Yeah. He's like, no, this is serious. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds personal to the judge. I think the judge has a little vendetta. So yeah, I mean, there's all this legalese in this food and wine article. It seems insane to be talking about it. But a Burger Burger King spokesperson said, the plaintiff's claims in the lawsuit were not true. The flame-grilled beef patties portrayed in our advertising are the same patties used in millions of Whopper sandwiches we serve to guests nationwide. Wow. So there you go. Hamburger is a sandwich, according to Burger King. I like that they made sure to add in that they're flame-grilled. They got to put a little advertising in yeah, there. Yeah, it That's, was carefully worded, right? Yes. Are You mean our flame-grilled Whoppers? Why, why, why yes, they are. <laughs> our juicy flame-grilled all-beef Whoppers. Um, this guy, the lawyer, also represents 
Frank Siragusa, a New York man who has filed a lawsuit against Taco Bell, <gasps> alleging that it misleadingly, inaccurately, and deceptively presents its crunch wraps <laughs> and Mexican pizzas in photos and advertisements. Uh, so he's, uh, he's upset. Look, you're not going to get a Mexican pizza that looks as good as it does in the picture. Those are always a mess. Yeah, they're always really messy to eat. <laughs> and you're a mess when you get one. They're, so. <laughs> they're, we like them. They're good, but it's a messy thing to eat. Who is this lawyer? Who is this, this guy? guy? He just does fast food suits? Yeah, because he also has sued Wendy's and McDonald's over the sizes of their burgers compared to how they appear in the ads. Now, here's what I want to know. What are, how do you know what the scale is? Like it do they, like what if it's on a billboard? Right, that burger is really big. <laughs> like, what is the scale he's basing this on? Do you the, know what I mean? It's the, never like actual size. This is this is stupid. I like that this guy's whole bread and butter is fast food, suing fast food places. That is for funny. size discrepancy. That is really funny. <laughs> anyway, that's our last story. Okay, we'll be Bye. right back. 
Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi. What are we listening to this week? Did you listen to any music at the gym? Oh, let's see. That might, I might have something. I did not listen to music. I was listening to a recap podcast. So nothing to talk about there. It's one I've talked about before. What do I listen to? Oh my God. Yeah. What's your last song? What is, I don't even know what this is. Recent. This is really weird. I don't have anything. I did listen to um, I did listen to a Jimmy Buffett song because <laughs> I think I was like, "What's his other song?" Um, I listened to Tyler the Creator, The Clash. Nothing really uh, too interesting. That's cute. It's a weird, weird combination. I like that combo. Maybe it's yeah, fun. That's fine. It's kind of fun. Um, yeah. What did you listen to? Well, I was listening to Egyptian Lover at the gym. Because friend of the pod, Frederick, recently went to his 60th birthday party show. Oh. And it made me realize the goths love Egyptian lover. Yeah. I think Egyptian lover has like a huge crossover with the goth community. I think so. Because Frederick's a goth, but he loves Egyptian lover. Yeah. Who is like a... Rapper, electronic musician from the eighties who I still wonder, makes music today. I wonder if he ever did a like a was on a song, like a Susie song or something. I don't, I don't think so. But I do think. I mean, he has some pretty hard synth beats. Yeah, and it's the synth. It's the eighties synth. Because Frederick, uh, like a lot of the rap, I know Frederick likes. Like he loves Houdini. Yeah, he likes a lot of super hard synthy. 80s rap. So you can see how that would fit into a mix. Because mm. he's an 80s goth. Yeah. He's absolutely. like a, a Susie. He's a clan of Zymox yeah. goth. And so it kind of all, and like a Bauhaus, yeah. it all fits in. Yeah, absolutely. Sisters of Mercy. Yeah. We love Sisters of Mercy. <laughs> yeah. Didn't you see them? Oh, that was Ministry. I saw Ministry <laughs> and KMFDM. And KMFDM. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to see Sisters. Me too. I didn't see them. They were like bigger, I think. Yeah. I and mean, Ministry is pretty big. Yeah. But Ministry is like industrial, I guess. Ministry is industrial, but it's kind of goth industrial. Like it's those kind of have a crossover audience, I think. Yeah. I was thinking about like um, sort of fan groups or like music like crossovers where it's like uh similar to like how I think goth people like Egyptian lover I in my opinion all metal guys love Del the Funky Homo Sapien oh I mean I'm only basing that on my own anecdotal experience of dating metalheads in the past yeah yeah I think that's a crossover I bet you there's a lot of that, and it would be interesting to figure out what it is, 
what it is sonically yeah. that attracts certain... there must be something. Yeah. Or the lyrics have a certain theme. Del's pretty... Del can be pretty dark. Yeah. I love Del. He's one of my favorite rappers. I think... I think metalheads like anything that's kind of dark. Yeah, usually we're being we're being kinda, super. Um, well, they like it. They like it. They I like mean, dark it's stuff. True. <laughs> I like dark stuff. <laughs> You're more on the in the goth contingency. I am, but I mean, I probably like. There's probably like some crossover metal I like. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. always like those bands that kind of hit a few genres. Yeah, um, but it's not like something I regularly listen to. Me either. Um, but we love our metalhead listeners. I do. If you're a metalhead, we support you. I want to do, I would love to do some of the metal stories we haven't gotten to yet. Ugh, we gotta. We gotta. It's so good. Um, yeah, I did actually think on my way over here, I should listen to a new podcast. <laughs> <laughs> thought that and I was like oh boy I can't it's too phony it's, it's too not gonna, it's not gonna be it's, real it's forced it's, it's forced. forced now <laughs> yeah um no but I, I did listen to a lot of music this week I guess just because we've been in the gym yes working on our fitness as as Fergie says oh I Fergalicious know. Fergalicious remember her Where'd you know what go? where's Fergie what happened to her where is Fergie now, she's another one who peed on stage, right? I was thinking, <laughs> she popped into my head during the Robbie Williams story. Fergie, Fergie was cool. I liked Fergie. But that was a huge internet thing. It was a huge internet thing. People were so mean to Fergie. Look, she does a lot of acrobatics when she's performing. She probably jostled some pee loose. Or maybe she got a sweaty pussy. Or she's got a sweaty <laughs> pussy. She's wearing like synthetic pants. It gets hot in there. I think Fergie's... Cool. <laughs> she just had a big solo career, and I just feel like it's always weird when it's not like she put out a bomb album. She yeah. just kind of disappeared, and I mean, good for her. She make that, her money and leave that solo album. She had I liked her way better than I liked the Black Eyed Peas, but I really liked her solo album. I think I'm gonna listen to Fergie at the gym tomorrow. Yeah. Now that we're talking about it, they had like a real um, '90s mix going on at the gym today. Oh, they were playing, playing at the gym? Yeah, they had like Janet Jackson mm. was playing Before You Came. Um, what was that song? Which Janet song? It was, um, fuck. Where's the... Um, was it from The Velvet Together Rope? Again. Oh, that's from The Velvet Rope. I love that Together Again. That song makes me cry. It's so sweet. That song, okay. That song makes me cry. It's the sweetest song. I know. It's so I love it. It's such a great song. Um, so yeah. It was I like it. I like when the gym has some good songs going. Yeah. I, I always like hearing music that I'm not picking that's good. Because I just love that feeling, you know. When a song comes on that you'd forgotten about. By the way, what's Melon doing right now behind you? Snipping. <gasps> Snipping things. I have breaking news. Oh. The come and go merch has arrived. Oh, my! <laughs> my mom was in Colorado, right? Recently, and she sent me a picture that she was at a come and go gas station, mm. and I said, "You need to go in there right now yeah. and get Desi and I merch." And so she got Desi a T-shirt and she got me a hat. We finally got some come and go. Mm. Where? Where are these stores located? Are they re- 
a regional. They're not in California. Uh, yeah. That so I know they're of. like Colorado, I guess. We know that. I think it's so brave and cool that they still have, there's a place called Come and Go. Spelled K-U-M. They don't care. They don't care. And they've gotten care. a lot of attention for it. <laughs> <laughs> I like they're so innocent. They're so innocent about it. Yeah. We just want you to come, get our gas, and go. I would love, this is another thing I want to learn more about. Like, who is the little innocent grandfather who opened up this, like, small gas station 50 years ago? And did anyone in his circle say, I don't know about that, uh, yeah. Richard? Dude, there's people who don't even know the word come, I think. Really? I bet. Yeah. They probably call it ejaculate. Ejaculate. <laughs> or ejaculation. Yeah. Like, I bet you that's like a slang word that not necessarily, like, really old people know. Or when did, when did come get invented? When did come come to be? Yeah. Mm. So many questions. We, our minds are just, we, we just love to learn. We love <laughs> We love learning. We do love learning. Did you eat anything good this week? Oh my gosh. Did I eat anything? I mean, I did go away, but it wasn't really like a food journey. Like it wasn't like a food. I did go to, um, well, first of all, I found out this really good sandwich shop has a place downtown LA now. So I went to the sandwich shop where I was and I got an Italian style sandwich. You went when you were and yeah, in, in Phoenix. Phoenix. Yeah. But the Pizzeria Bianco that we opened up near that downtown area, they their sandwich shop also opened up. Pane Bianco. Pane Bianco. Bianco. So I was talking to the owner of the restaurant's brother. He was like at the sandwich place and he's like, You gotta go. And I was like, Get me get me in. It's a long line. <laughs> it's the pizza place that opened up downtown, it's like impossible to get a table there right now. I know. Right? Uh, he's, I think, he, according to him, he's like, I think it's calming down. Okay. So maybe it was like when it was new. Um, another weird thing happened to me when I was at that sandwich shop. I was talking to that guy, uh, the owner, and he, I, was, I was like, oh, he obviously we're talking that I was from LA. That's how it all came up. Then I went away for my sandwich and this weird guy came up to me and he's like, oh, you're from LA? I was like, yeah. He's like, I live in LA. I used to live in LA. And I was like, okay. And he's like, got out of there. And I was like, oh boy. Uh oh. Here we go. Here we go. He's like, did you know if you're a shop owner, (laughs) if someone comes and robs you, you can't do anything to stop it or you'll get fined $20,000. And I was he, like, sir. Why is he telling you this? <laughs> I don't care, <laughs> sir. And that sounds untrue, frankly. Like, Yeah. Oh, uh, don't, and you know what? Don't send emails. I don't care. Yeah, don't tell me. I don't want to know anything about this. But I was just shocked that this guy came. I was like, I'm living my peaceful life and you just came over here to shit on the state I live in? Yeah. Let me get started on Arizona. Ooh. No, no, I like going to Arizona, but every state has its issues, yes, right? Yes. There's like good and bad in every state. I just couldn't believe that guy came over to me like what, that. What what kind of brain is that? What, I what don't why know. do you have to do that? I don't know. You are minding your business <laughs> and he's got to take First of all, I love Los Angeles. I think this is one of the greatest cities in the world. Yeah. And I love the state of California. Me too. Uh it was just very funny. I was like, "Okay, I guess I guess that's your thing." Like Ugh. <laughs> it was just very weird. Eat your sandwich and go. Yeah. Yeah. Why are you eating this good sandwich? 
<laughs> go go eat somewhere else where people want to hear your thoughts. Ugh. Not me. What an irritating person. Yeah. So that happened. I did. I did. Oh, this is exciting. I got a Dairy Queen dip cone. Mm. I saw. <laughs> I, I saw the picture on your Instagram and I got so hungry for it. I was with some people who all wanted blizzards. Yeah. And they're like, do you want a blizzard? And I was like, no, I don't know. And when we got there, I was like, I want a dip cone. I, didn't, I don't even know why it didn't cross my mind because everyone was so blizzard crazy. And I... The blizzard's like the blended ice cream drink. And do you know what's really cute? I, and I, I mean, I like blizzard type of thing. I just wasn't in the mood for it. So when I remembered the dip cone, for some reason, I just completely forgot. I was like, oh my God. And then, of course, I was like, should I get the butterscotch or the chocolate? Because you know they have that pale brown one. It's yeah. like butterscotch. Yeah. I'm always like that, too. I'm like, mm, that's good, too. Um, so I did get the dip cone. And then they did this cute thing still where when they hand you the blizzard, they turn it upside down. To show you. To show you that it doesn't like leak out because it's, it's so, so thick. thick. And it was really funny because they had a sign... And they said, if you have multiple blizzards, we will only turn over the first one. Which <laughs> <laughs> just made me fun because I was like picturing this car of teenagers coming in with like eight blizzards and they yeah. have to like d- turn each one over right. while they're handing it. But the guy did actually turn them all over. Oh. So that was very cute. Wow. So I guess he had time. Mm. You know, you don't want to, if they're in a rush hour, you don't want to hold them to that. You don't need to do the whole show. No. So that was pretty exciting to get a blizzard. That's I have rad. To say. I mean, I'm not a blizzard, a dipcon. That's so cool. So I haven't had one of those in a very long time. And that was good. Mm. You can only get it at Dairy Queen, I think. Wait, a what? Those dip cones. That's not true. No, it's the best one. You're <laughs> lying. You are lying to me, and you are making a mockery of the frozen custard dip cones in Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Those and are I'm custard. honestly offended. No, they're custard. It's a swirly <laughs> ice cream. It's the same thing. It is the same thing, but it's better because it's from a place on Long Beach Island, New Jersey. Mm. Long Beach Island heads, come at me. Yeah, I don't know. Come verify this. I like this. custard. I like custard. It's called frozen custard, but it's the soft serve. They dip it? Yes. Oh, I don't think I've had that. That's I I don't even think I've had a Dairy Queen dip. The only thing I knew dip cones from was going to Long Beach Island as a kid growing up to mm. visit my grandma. Yeah. I'm very passionate about this. <laughs> I have a picture on my Instagram of a dip cone from mm. the last time I was there two two summers ago. We should make them. You can't make them. You, you got to can. <laughs> Look, where there's a will, there's a way. <laughs> I can't believe this right now. Oh my God. I'm really hungry. Yeah, Sorry. It's, it's okay. not you. I'm... Have some, have a little lifesaver. Wow. <laughs> that's what my grandma would give me when I was irritable. <laughs> and I was like, that's not going to work. Although the sugar did help a bit. That's like one time my sponsor said to me, he said, okay, baby. Yeah. Why don't you have a piece? <laughs> he said, "Why do you why do you have some food before you join the conversation with the rest of us?" <laughs> here's, a, here's a juice box. <laughs> he literally told me to eat something before I continued talking. Oh my god! Because I was getting on edge. Yeah, I'm on edge too. Believe me, <sighs> always. Um, anything else? Did you I, eat anything? I ate great this week. I met up with my one of my oldest friends came to town. Oh right. 
she, my friend Meredith, she's the one who I went to the Backstreet Boys concerts with. Ooh. She's the big, big time Backstreet Boys fan. Mm. So who was her favorite? Nick. Mm. She loves Nick. And I told her, I said, you know, I realized today, because I was, you know, I wasn't a Backstreet Boys girl. No. I wasn't a boy band girl, but I do know every Backstreet Boys song because of her. Because she was one of my closest friends. I mean, those are songs I never play, but when they're on, I'm like, yeah. Why not? Backstreet's back. All right. They have some jams. And I, and I probably <laughs> said this during the Lou Pearlman episode we did, but those concerts, what a blast. I would totally go to one with I, like all the middle-aged women. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> the vibes at a Backstreet Boys show are impeccable. Especially, I bet you it's even more appealing now. Because I like seeing those women still screaming. Yes. They're yes. so horny for these guys. They're so horny for these guys. And this is, we went to the, one of the shows we went to was when they were touring with New Kids on the Block. Oh my God. So it was both of them. Oh my God. And it was just... It was out of control. That we sounds had, fun. It was so fun. No one was trying to be cool. Everyone was just like singing every single song. There was tons of like, it was like Gen X and millennials, right. like aging Gen X, aging millennials at the show. And it was like so fun. Yeah, that sounds super fun. I don't even think you have to be into like Backstreet Boys to agree that like, the vibes there are like very unpretentious, and yes. ev- everyone's just trying to like have sing fun. "Rock Your Body." They have, you know, all their songs. You know all their songs because they were everywhere. You yeah. couldn't get away from them. And I think with some time and some distance, even if you like hated them um, at the time, like there's some toe tappers in there. Come I on, I like that. I like everybody because. That video, remember the video, they were monsters? I love the video. <laughs> the video's so good. I've, it's always been my dream to do a drag king performance of that song with like four other kings. It's so good. Yeah, I love it. Ugh. No, we should go next time if they're at I'm like a state fair totally or something. Totally down. So, yeah. Um, we could go to like Morongo. I'm they pleased. always have things things like that. They always have the music I want to see at Morongo. It makes <laughs> like Keith Sweat. Like just like <laughs> it's Keith Sweat, it's it's Guy, it's uh 112. Yeah. These are the acts I want to see. No, we should we have to go. We've talked about it before. We just need to get on their like schedule. Like the, where they send us what's coming. You yeah. Know, their mailing list. John B. We gotta <laughs> yes. go. We gotta yes, we go. Gotta. <laughs> um so I hung out with her and we went to Chispaca, which is a Nancy Silverton owned restaurant. Ooh. And it is in the same building as Moza, both Mozas. Oh. So there's Pizzeria Moza, there's Asteria Moza, which is the fancy er restaurant, mm-hmm. which is like pastas and things of that nature. And then there's Chispaca, which is very meat heavy. Mm. It's a lot of meats. It's meat forward menu, grilled grilled meats. Grilled meats. And so I had never been to Chispaca before. Obviously, we've both eaten at Pizzeria Moza and Osteria Moza many times. Yeah. But I'd never been to Chispaca. How long has it been open? A long time. Oh shit. And 
we had, and you know I'm not a red meat eater, but I had to have some red meat, mm. so I did. We had these short ribs. Yum. And they were really good. And we also had this pepper steak. Yum. So we shared these meat entrees. What were your sides? Well, we got an appetizer, delicious end of summer salad. Yum. It was a tomato salad. It was kind of almost, it was like, it had like Cobb BLT vibes, except there wasn't egg or ham in it. Let me explain this salad. It was delicious multicolored summer tomatoes, like cherry grape tomatoes with a little bit of arugula, some kind of like blue cheese at the bottom. The dressing was really light though, but there was like this little like it was kind of sitting on like a crumb, like a smear of blue cheese. Yum. Had avocado mm. and bacon. Yum. It was so good. That sounds really good. It was a great salad. And we had an a burrata appetizer that came with this like really toasty, hearty bread mm. that had some garlicky vibes in it. Yum. And that then good. for dessert, she we you know. I didn't know because I hadn't been out to dinner with her in a long time. I was like, I told her, I was like, look, I always look, need to look at look at the dessert menu. Yeah. So don't say no. So don't please. <laughs> and she, I don't think she was planning on having dessert, but when she saw that menu, she's and like, I said, look, if you know you don't live here, you got to try Nancy Silverton's butterscotch budino. Yeah. And she did, and she was glad. Because yeah. that is a... It's classic. It is an essential dessert in Los Angeles. If you've never had it, you've got to have you it. You've got to get it. It is the perfect butterscotch pudding. It's mm. topped with a very thick dollop of cream on top. Did she get the little pine nut cookies? She ate the little pine nut oh, cookie. Those are so good. There's a, it comes with two little pine nut rosemary cookies. Mm. And it is a perfect dessert. Did you get something? No, we shared it. Oh. I know. Look, I wasn't with you because she was. Because look, she 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 just wanted a bite. She just wanted a couple bites, but yeah. we could have gotten two. Did they have the same desserts as the pizzeria or different? Um, I mean, I don't know if they were the exact same right. desserts, uh, but I feel like the budino is. They have that everywhere at all of her places. They have that at all three of the restaurants. Nancy's. Nancy's restaurants. After dinner, I went down this rabbit hole of like looking at all of Nancy Silverton's outfits because she Nancy Silverton is kind of like she's low key a style icon. Yes, I get excited when I see her there sometimes. Oh my oh, god, I have. it's like I'm like that's I always recognize chefs, of course. Yeah, <laughs> but Nancy Silverton, like if you just Google her, like she has some pretty great fits. Um. Yeah, I she's, love her. She's very like Marnie, Prada, like, you know, you're yeah. very stylish gallery girl. Yes. Like, she's she's always on point. Yeah, she looks good. Um, and it is exciting when we see her. I want to go to that restaurant now. I mm. want those short ribs. I they love were them. so good. Oh, they're so good. They were so juicy. Mm. And like, they kind of had like a... I don't know. It's hard to explain. They kind of had like a Korean inspired. Oh, nice. They were like Korean inspired. Yes. So we got two different flavor profiles in the meats that we got. I'm so shocked. I I don't even know this restaurant. It's very small. Yeah. It's behind 
it's you know where the to go yes her to go places it's like tucked in there kind we of go to their one of their remember they have those red sauce nights i really speaking of that there's a new place in echo park i want to go to Ooh, that the new a new italian red sauce i think you told me i about told this. you about this yeah Sounds really good. i really want to go there um okay well that's that right anything else no that's it Yum, I'm hungry now. Me too. (laughs) We'll see you later this week for our main episode. Bye. Bye. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rustolium.